Damien's case remains open with the City of Warren Police Department. Journalists can do a lot in these situations, but police have more resources than we can dream of. Detective Tiffany Dyke is the criminal investigator heading Damien's case up, and she's ready to hear from you. She told me. Call Tiffany at 814-723-2700 or email her at tdyke at police.cityofwarrenpa.gov. If you're scared of cops, fine. Be that way. Call Warren County Crime Stoppers instead. And if your information helps lead Tiffany to remains, Crime Stoppers is going to give you two grand. So, that'd be cool, yeah? Third option is, and will remain until Damien's found, Stacy at Two Moms Media. Message her on Facebook at Let's Find Damien. Morrison Run area. Oh my. Up that area. I believe technically we're on the Allegheny Plateau, which means we're on the fringe of the Appalachian Mountains. Now, the Pittsburghers will tell you they're coming up to the mountains, whereas the Warren County residents will go, eh, yeah, I don't know. And the people from Colorado go, these aren't mountains. These are big hills in some areas. But you can get lost. And, and speaking of getting lost, heart's content. It seems every year somebody does get lost up there. Uh, Potter County is famous for stargazing at Cherry Springs. You can get every bit the same stargazing and heart's content. There's no light up there. There's no, I mean, I've talked to folks who've been up there at night in the heart of the woods. And you better know where you're going. You better know where you're going in the daylight. Uh, hunters will tell you that uh, they've gotten lost. I know one specifically who spent the night with his dog <laughs> in heart's content. I mean, just acre after acre. And um, How much not... of it is trails and navigable, and how much of it is just straight-up wild space? Well, I believe there is a one-mile loop, and I believe there's a three-mile loop, give or take, that are well-marked. Other than that, the, some of the comments we've received is, it all looks the same, which is really troubling. And I'm sure the sweat starts quickly if you think you're in one direction and suddenly you realize you're not. And uh, uh, the, the uh, hiker's motto of make sure somebody knows where you're going really holds true in heart's content. I could probably find the acreage for you if you need it. But it's vast, it's thick, and it's remote. If you wanted to leave something or somebody up there, it wouldn't be hard. That's interesting, too, because you would almost have to know where you're going up there. Do people go off trail up there? Are people, are At their own risk. Hunts? I mean, you're able to go up there and hunt and hike and do as you please. There are people then, it would stand a reason that would probably know off trail areas that they like, but to be hiking up there and especially to be like, if you're going to follow the theory, if you're carrying anything like that, you would have to know exactly where you're going. Well, in some area, Rimrock, for instance, uh, you, you know at a certain, you can see the elevation. Again, a lot of heart's content is the same. So you think you're heading west and you're going south and you might wind up in Sheffield. I guess the other prevalent theory is 
you know, the reservoir or somewhere near oh, the boy. waters of the dam or something like that, which is different mm-hmm. because there are so many marked trails up there, but there's also easy access to a lot of points along the water, right? Sure, sure. And if you ever, I would encourage you sometime to come down at night from the east, from the Bradford side, and that bridge is lit up. When you go across that bridge, if it's cloudy or raining or something, you don't know where the sky ends and the water begins. It is remote there as well. Again, at night, it's black. You don't see any. You don't see any street lights out there. There isn't any commerce out there. Good luck. You know. I mean, it's really cool coming down that hill to to the bridge. But again, uh, that time of year, you should have more activity. With it being May, you know, it's warm enough. Yes. Oh, yes, uh, absolutely. Holiday weekend kind of kicks off the summer even here, but it wouldn't be hard with all those acres up there to find an offshoot. And, and we're talking 20 years ago, the trails at Jake's Rocks did not exist. Rocks, especially in that time frame, was more, hey, let's grab a tent and find a spot. Sure. Here's Brian to flesh out this particular place with a memory he has of camping there, weirdly, two nights before Damien went missing and a few months before moving to Pittsburgh. When we talk about Jake's Rocks, uh, before the mountain bike trails were put in, the trails at Jake's Rocks, uh, really a lot of people would go up there for camping. And it was more or less just grab your tent and pick a spot and let's go. And uh, some friends and I actually were up camping at Jake's Rocks the Thursday before Memorial Day in 2002. We spent the night on Thursday and left on Friday morning. And one of the forest workers, as we were getting up that morning uh, on Friday, uh, came through and they were basically clearing us out because they had so many reserved camping spots for Memorial Day weekend. So for him to have been taken up there at some point or something nefarious to have happened in that area, there would have been most likely a lot of people up there because there were so many reserved camping spots at Jake's Rocks at that time. Do you have a question or a comment about this case or our coverage of it? Visit our anchor site and click the message button to leave it for us in a voice recording. We may use your recording on an upcoming Q&A episode or other places throughout upcoming episodes. Do it. Peer pressure.